1: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts,
0: Gary and Chris. Good morning. Good morning. It is the Sunday after week zero. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. This is Winning Cures Everything, of course. You can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. Normally, these will be a little bit longer, I would imagine, but as of last night, only two games to discuss. Uh, If you followed our advice against the spread and you went down to Tunica last night, you were a winner. We both had Miami against the spread. We also both had um, Hawaii against the spread. And Chris told you the over in the Hawaii game and uh, Miami and the under in that game. So, yeah, so far so good on the season. We're doing pretty well. Start the season, pretty good feeling. It's a pretty good. Pretty good. That's you uh, that's you that's out now, Let's all go home. <laughs> Start then, off with a 100%. win. Yeah, there's, there's no reason to keep it going, right? <laughs> all right. As always, the show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six absolutely wonderful sports books, incredible sports books, amazing sports books. Down there, you can find more information about them over at tunicatravel.com. Uh, you can find the link to that down in the description if you're watching the video or listening to the podcast. Uh, again, you can find us, winningcureseverything.com. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave us some comments. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the games, uh, on our opinions, on whatever you want to talk about. We like to hear it, so leave some comments. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, hit subscribe, leave a five-star review. Do all the wonderful things. We appreciate your support in that. Chris, let's, uh, let's fire into it. We're going to start off with Florida-Miami? Oh, the ugly one. Yeah, yeah sure. Let's that was the, the early one may as well, right? Uh, Florida 24, Miami 20. Miami covered the seven and a half and the under 47 hit. Uh, Miami, 14 penalties for 118 yards. Florida, nine penalties for 100 yards. Uh, Florida had four turnovers. I had a 14 fumbles. for 125,
1: but my number could be wrong.
0: Uh. They, Mine came from ESPN, so that's mine, mine entirely possible. Mine, mine came from mine came from Yahoo. So there you
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's bad. It's bad. They both yeah. gave up over a hundred yards of penalties.
0: Yeah, bad football. It's it was uh, about as bad as you could get. We'll just say that it was about as bad as you can get. Uh, Felipe Franks, seventeen out of twenty-seven, two hundred fifty-four yards, two touchdowns, two picks. When you look at it, just if you're just looking at a box score. Yeah. You're looking at it going, okay, that's not awful numbers, right? Like that's exactly what I will tell you this box
1: store for Felipe Franks is exactly what I expected. What do you have last year? Equal number of touchdowns and interceptions also?
0: Yeah, against top 15 defenses or top yeah. 20 defenses, yeah.
1: This is – and this is a top 20 – this is going to be like a top 10 defense probably. Like This is exactly what I expected. If he threw a touchdown, he's going to
0: equal it with an interception. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was just, tell me this with 420 left in the game and Florida gets the ball back with the lead. The first thing they do is they go out and allow Franks to throw a pass. Why on earth would you not run the ball? Like, obviously they weren't having a ton of success on the ground. I think that's why. So Dan,
1: Dan's kind of always a risk taker. He's not a very conservative coach by any stretch. He's never been claimed as that. They couldn't run the ball.
0: No, so but, can't, but, but can't I trust, run the
1: ball, I trust
0: then, running the ball to run out at least some of the clock or make them burn timeouts I don't, or something. I, I don't know that at four minutes the way
1: the game has gone. Um, I mean, you got to trust your defense. You're right. If you run I, out did, the clock, you, you punt. Do you and, have to and, trust Felipe Franks, though? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You got it. That's what – yeah, you're probably – I mean, you're probably right, but when you look at their rushing stats, they're bad. I, I guess I kind of oh, yeah. get why in the middle of the game, in the, like, the thralls and the heat of everything going on, I understand why you're like, running the ball would be stupid here because we can't do it. I mean, we might as well just take a knee. You know, it's, it's the same thing.
0: Well, I mean, but if you, you know, look at the, the pass that he threw – I mean, it was one of those, and I'm certain Dan didn't like the pass that he threw. Well, no, it was it was a short out, right? And like that's about the same as as running like a a jet sweep or or just whatever running to the outside, like more opportunity for catastrophe can happen when the ball's in the air, as opposed to in
1: someone's hands.
0: That's Bear Bryant, right? Bear Bryant said there's there's only three things that can happen when you pass the ball, and two of them are bad.
1: Yeah, I think that <laughs> philosophy is gone though. It like, is. It is. Not to besmirch the good philosophies of Bear Bryant, but <laughs> but that game is over, by the way.
0: My boy Mike Leach put that to bed yeah. long ago. Yeah, he certainly did. <laughs> uh, all right, so these teams basically it for the entirety of the game, I felt like I was watching a junior high school football game. It's really <laughs> They bad. were they were trying to outdumb each other. Uh, these offensive lines are pretty bad. Like they've Miami, got room to grow. A, as
1: a starting two-star guy, as their left
0: tackle, I I think in the twenty-four-seven composite, uh that can't be right. Zion. Um, what's his last name? You're not. You're not a major power-five team like Miami,
1: and you you have two stars out there on your starting offensive line. I can't. I can't. Now I always take beef and umbrage with the star rankings of recruits anyway because I can't tell you how living in Mississippi around Mississippi State and Ole Miss, how many two and three star guys we've seen outplay big four star dudes kind of on the regular. Yeah. So I you know, I, I always take those with a grain of salt, but I mean he looked like a
0: two star last night. He showed did. They uh, gave up it ten sacks. Those... Ten sacks, double digit sacks. I mean, that's just – I can't I – can't. Some,
1: some of it's a quarterback that didn't get the ball out of his hands and he's going to learn, just throw it away. There's nothing wrong with eating the down. Um, and, and then some of it's just, man, there's nothing you can do. The offensive line was just – I mean, they weren't even standing water. I mean, it's, it's harder to swim than it is to, to run past what they ran past.
0: Let, let, me, let me tell you what Zion Nelson's stats are. Okay. Uh, or not stats, but what his, uh, what yeah. his numbers are. Right. Uh, six foot five, two hundred and forty pounds. When he when he came into Miami, uh, he was a three star. Is from that what he is now? Uh, no, what he, I'm sure he's probably up to. I mean, but how much can you gain in like an off season, right? Um, I mean, I was, I, you talk to a guy that's put on like
1: 25, 30 pounds in a month if he had to. Okay? I don't know,
0: man. I mean, that's uh, yeah, but forty is like,
1: not big at all't He's not gonna be
0: able to put on 65 70 pounds in time no, for and if he does season.
1: if he does put that much weight on it will be pure fat it yeah. won't be muscle
0: so um, he looked small last night and I, well, yeah, I know no, he
1: looked really small but I didn't realize he was I mean he's under 250 yeah, and when he 65. when he actually
0: enrolled he was 240
1: pounds wow that's all right I thought he looked small but also no Florida's got some men on defense oh yeah and I'm just I'm just assuming He's small in comparison. No, he's going to be small compared to everybody.
0: Uh, yeah. It's, he's a, a three-star at 247 Sports Composite. Okay. Um, right. But he was ranked the number 115 offensive tackle in this class. Well, he's got room to grow,
1: and that will probably be the hardest defense he plays all year unless they play Clemson in um, an ACC title game. Well, I'm just I'm trying to figure out. like, There's not another defense in the ACC that they're going to play. And I don't know that Clemson's defense will be better than that defense last night.
0: No, I mean, Brett, maybe lost, not.
1: They lost a ton. Now Brett Vintimals is a genius, and and they they reload and, and retool. But they, I mean, they lost a lot of NFL talent. They might go backwards a little. That could be the best defense he played all year.
0: Yeah, it's entirely possible. Uh, when I other, like other,
1: they're not playing in the ACC championship game. Which other offers,
0: that. by the way? Uh, App State, Campbell, Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern. Uh, he he took the right one then. Don't get your ass whipped in Miami.
1: That's fine.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So Miami quarterback Jaron Williams was 19 out of 30 for 214 yards, one touchdown, no picks. He did get sacked ten times like we were talking about. Those two freshman tackles absolutely need uh, need to mature quite a bit. Uh, But like we said, we don't need to worry about it for most of the season, really. I mean, they should be okay. Uh, Miami running back, DJ Dallas. That dude is a a beast. 12 carries. Yeah. 12 carries, 95 yards, one touchdown. uh, 7.9 yards per carry is nothing to sneeze at.
1: And it's not like he had one. See, I always question the yards per carry because in college football, you got that one run for 40 or 50 yards. Yeah.
0: And then the the rest are nothing.
1: No, this this dude was eight yards a touch, man.
0: Yeah. He was, I mean, he was really good against a stout Florida defense. They couldn't stop him. Now, you were you were somewhere watching this game with the sound off i was somewhere were, watching this game with the sound off so they uh, they had a section in this game where they were discussing with Manny Diaz or they were like showing footage of him saying that if they can't like you got to learn to make them miss and they go through these drills and practice on how to avoid tackles how to make people miss tackles and it was pretty fascinating because uh, they were showing, you know, Dallas and all these other guys, actually, you know, getting a lower center of gravity, being shifty right at the point of impact, and how they can actually roll off of tag. And you saw it all night long. Like neither one of these teams could tackle. But I wonder if some of that had to do with one, it was early. Two, uh, you know, this is like maybe their players are learning how to do this now. How to get away from tackles, right? That's well, they have to, they have to, the game has to evolve, yeah.
1: And 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 running the football has kind of in the pro game definitely not gone out of it and not in college gone out of it completely either. But it's it's decreased a lot to get it back. Running backs have to do something different than they've always done, yeah. Hey, your body just can't take the hits, and if you're gonna take them, yeah, you you roll you roll hits. I mean, it's like boxers. Boxers used to stand square to one another and punch each other's lights out. And then today, nobody lands a punch in a 12-round thing because you just get so good at – it grazed my face, but I've learned to, to kind of roll my shoulders and roll my bodies. when I take not a
0: take punch. the full impact. Yeah.
1: When I take the punch, I take part of it, not all of it. And, and I just think the running backs were finally getting some sports science in this. Kudos to Manny Diaz. And the guy that would know better how to do this is a dude that has taught guys to tackle these guys his whole life. Yeah. I've never understood why more defensive-minded coaches that get head coaching jobs can't help the offenses more than they do because they've spent their entire life trying to stop them. So, surely they can help their offense not get stopped better i it just it blows my mind that one coach that i can think of off the top of my head but he's a genius at everything is bill belichick He's the only defensive minded coach that was like i can beat you with defense i can beat you with offense i can beat you with anything yeah. because i understand all the aspects of
0: the game it, it, it kind of boggles my mind that that says a lot for manning no you're right about that you're absolutely right about that uh quick note Kadarius tony from florida one reception, sixty-six yards. Had it early in the first quarter. That was the first touchdown scored. Had three carries for three yards. They have got to get this guy more touches. They got to get him out in space. I don't know why. Like they were talking about this last year. Why do you not get this guy more touches? He is as explosive as it gets. I, I don't, could not. I don't
1: have an. I don't have an answer for the play calling. I don't have an answer for. Um, why they couldn't run the ball? I know that Miami's stout, but but you should have big dudes on the offensive line. And Dan Mullins knows how to scheme an offensive play call. Like he he knows how to to design off. Yeah, he's he's run so, a pretty balanced. Yeah, he's, he's done
0: his entire career. It now even they replaced four offensive linemen, right? But they they still had their starting center back. But you still got big dudes up there. Like uh, yeah, you it's can, not like you replaced them with 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 two star freshmen yeah, exactly <laughs> that are 140 uh, that are 240. Like did did uh did you see Pat 40's article this morning? Yeah, how how this, this this game should have destroyed Week Zero. Yeah, and and yeah. here's my only, and I I normally agree with everything that Forty says.
1: I'm I'm such a fan of football, and I'm glad we yeah. got it, but it's just like, man, this
0: is what we got. These teams. Uh they started practice a week early. Like they had the same practice time that teams that play next week will have. This this is starting, just what week one looks like. Yeah. Starting this game next week was going to be just as bad as it was yeah,
1: last it, night. It wouldn't have made it better. No. It just wasn't gonna make it better. You've got a first year head coach, first time head coach ever. Yeah. And and you you've got I mean, I, I know Felipe Franks finished with a really good season last year in the SEC. I, I'm, I'm not buying that guy until, until I'm proven wrong, and I'll just, I'll just keep riding the wave of he's good. But, but just as much as he'll make the plays that will help you win a game. Oh, he'll make them to lose them he too. He will equally, equally make as many plays to cost you games, and, and that, that leads to a six-and-six six record. Now, because you have insane talent in the SEC East isn't super crazy stout, you're gonna finish more eight and four, nine and three, than than six and six. But I don't know, I don't know. So let me ask you this, okay? And, and, and maybe maybe we're not at a point where you want to do this, but a, just a complete overall of these games. I left that game thinking I'm more. I and it's not just the competition that they play. I believe more in what Miami is doing, even though they lost this game. That if Florida plays in the way they played last night, and they don't get better, okay? Now, they're going to improve. Okay. But if they don't, if this is the Florida team that we got for the rest of the season, they're going to lose five football games. Oh, yeah. Like, they're like top ten, they're, they're not going to be close to the top ten. They won't be in the top 25. They might not be in the top 50. Now, I assume they are going to get better because that is the Dan Mullins mark is they just gradually improve every game, every week. Yeah,
0: they do. But
1: – but they got to way more than gradually improve by the time they get into SEC play. I mean, even schools like South Carolina and Tennessee, are, you know, most or of the week most three parents, against Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Like I'm not talking. Oh, you can't beat Georgia if you play like that, man. You you're not going to beat many SEC teams if you play like that.
0: There's it, also there's not a lot of SEC teams that will have the type of defense that that Miami had. Right? No, it, but
1: all those SEC teams are going to have way better offenses than Miami had. No, this is true. This is true. But so it's. They, a, I mean it's a, it's a yin and a yang. You ain't getting 10 sacks on all these other schools.
0: I No, I agree. I I think Florida will be fine. They're not great. Remember I had them at 9 and 3. I said it wouldn't shock me if they go 8 and 4 eight and even four. 7 and 5. Okay. No,
1: we're we're the same. We're very much um, the same there.
0: But I, this is All right, so my dad and I were texting back and forth during the game and one of my quotes to him was trusting Felipe Franks at this point, like I I think that that guy is just a disaster waiting to happen. And he always has been his four games at the end of last season were against teams that had either quit or just didn't have good defenses or they had guys sitting out, et cetera. When he went against good teams, he threw up all over himself every time. I feel like it is a waste of a season. To to play Felipe Franks instead of Emory Jones. I, now you know what you're you're, you're right on that. I'm going to tell you the reason. So Carolina, here's the reason why he why he's playing Felipe Franks because Felipe Franks gives you a better chance. chance to win. Yeah, a better chance to win right now as right opposed now. to building a foundation. And that is Dan Mullen is a coach that as soon as he got to Florida he felt the pressure to win win now. Right, right now. That's right, he does. And he absolutely feels that. And you sometimes you just have to let it blow up for one season and get it headed in the right I direction. I
1: think they have enough talent at Florida where it wouldn't blow up. It wouldn't be a complete catastrophe. No, they still go. As, you, know. you won't be as good or maybe as explosive, but you'll be a lot more conservative and safe. And, and so all the games he cost you, you're still going to win. Florida is – far more talented than teams like South Carolina. South Carolina is like the prototypical team I'm thinking about here. They're better than them at every aspect of the ball. But you know what? They're not better than them at quarterback. And, and they're not, oh, God, I just got attacked. <laughs> now we – Oh, the dog gets in, just, in all the time. Oh, I literally <laughs> just got tackled. Oh, that, that thing is massive. Now I won't leave. Um, But but um, Florida's better than them at every aspect of the game. But you know what? They've got a good defense too. Now, are they anywhere close to Miami? No, but but they'll make Felipe Frank their bitch. Yeah. Okay? The difference is, is they don't have some freshman quarterback with no experience on the other side of the ball. They they got a dude that's been in the SEC and and is not afraid of any defenses. Are they great offensively with the skill positions and the offensive line? No, but they got a quarterback that's not afraid. Yeah. No, you're right about that. And I just see SEC play could get tough for them. Sorry, oh, that was yeah. a long
0: rant. No, That's no, accurate. you're you're right. Love it. We we just spent 20 minutes on uh, Florida Miami. So of course the the overreaction train is is high. <laughs> well, we've spent 20 minutes on it. We've been we've been dying for football oh, for yeah. so long. But let, let's talk about the fun game then. I'm I mean <laughs> let's, let's talk about Hawaii 45, Arizona 38. Hawaii plus 11 covers Hawaii money line covers the over 74 covers this was a fun ball game um, over 1100 yards 58 first downs 83 points eight turnovers uh, Cole McDonald 29 out of 41 378 yards four touchdowns four picks it all, got bitched. all in three quarters and was bent oh, like, oh, and God. that is. Now, the guy that he was uh, benched for, Shevin uh, Cordero?
1: Yeah, seven time. Cordero.
0: Yep, that's how I would say it. He was five out of seven, 58 yards, one touchdown, and that was when the game was 35-35. to 35. They brought in they, – They brought
1: in this kid when it was down to the dick cutting. This is not we've got a three-touchdown lead and you're blowing it and you're giving it away kind of thing. No, this was – this game is on the line, and yeah. I don't trust my – senior quarterback who's all-world
0: everything. Well, he's a, he's a junior, isn't he? Four, I think McDonald's I think, a junior. Okay, maybe he is. But either well, way – But either way, there.
1: like, super experienced, and he's got almost 400 yards of offense, and I can't – and he's four touchdowns, and I can't trust you. Yeah. I can't trust you. So I'm going to put the kid in, and he's going to close this thing out for me. All
0: right. He went to he went St. Louis High School. All yeah, right, you same ready
1: place, for the same place Tua went to. What, hold
0: on, it's not just Tua. I Okay, you're going to run through them. I'm going to run through them. Timmy Chang, Jeremiah Masoli, Marcus Mariota, Tua Tonga-Valoa, and then this kid. No, the Hawaiians
1: used to put in the the, the Polynesian kids that came out were always defensive linemen, defensive tackles, uh, edge rushers, linebackers, safeties, hard-hitting kamikaze. We're going to come at you with the Thunder dudes on defense. Yes. Or Big Hog Molly is on offense that's who they used to be man they are qbu right now i
0: yeah, believe that believe that i mean it's it's crazy this to look kid, at this kid looked
1: good we didn't get a lot to see and there was no defense i know i, I know arizona <laughs> got right. all those
0: turnovers listen that, that those turnovers aren't real It's not, it's not happening yeah. uh wide receiver cedric bird the second 14 oh. receptions 224 <laughs> yards four touchdowns uh, it's the first time that a, uh, a wide receiver has had four touchdowns in a game and over 200 receiving yards since 1996. Uh, so
1: I saw that number. Do, who was that team and who was that that player? Because I've never find it. it. I've looked it up. How dare. How, CBS Sports gave us that stat last night, and it didn't tell us who that guy was. I was like, I can't Google. Like Google is not finding this for me. No, I, I, mean, I no. couldn't find it.
0: I it would imagine be, that it had to be uh, somebody for Spurrier's bunch, right? Uh, that's well, that yeah, that's
1: year six of Spurrier in Florida. Yeah, ninety-six that is when
0: they won the national championship. So Werfel was the quarterback. It, it could have easily been whoever. I, it could have been. I, I might just. Green, I it could just. I'm green. just
1: gonna look. I'm just gonna look up. Yeah, ninety-six season game splits. When this is over with, I'll come up with it.
0: Yeah. All right. So so this like Arizona could not find this bird kid, right? I mean, he was. <laughs> He was just wide open. It felt like all the time.
1: Arizona ran a zone defense the entire game. Yeah, and Hawaii had two people with nobody around them every pass play.
0: I mean, everyone looked like a complete buffoon in this ball game. Yeah, over and over and over again. One one of my
1: notes was, you said this when we previewed this game. Someone last year was insanely predictable. Yeah, they were cr- every first down. Hawaii's Hawaii's run defense ain't that good. Okay, every first down, Hawaii knew they were running the ball and had a rush blitz every first down, and they didn't try to throw it not once, and they didn't get near a yard on those run plays, which was insane. Which sets them up for long second and long third over and over and over again. And now last night. The announcers kept saying, "No, I got home finally and could actually listen to this one." <laughs> oh, Mazzoni was calling the plays. I do. You, is Kevin Sullivan calling these plays, or is, is did he hand it to Mazzoni? Either he
0: way, he's responsible. It Mazzone, but it, it is still he's still responsible. Yes, he's still he's involved in the game planning. And well, yeah. look, the opening section where where Hawaii was going down the field, and I mean they went up. Early, what was it? 21 to 7 early. 21-7. Uh, yes, sir. The the opening plays, which are generally scripted, were just passes and didn't yeah. take advantage of Khalil Tate's athletic ability. They didn't take advantage of JJ Taylor. You know, eventually one well, got going. They tried, they tried
1: with Taylor, and I just I'm telling you, they their their offensive line either tips their hand or something. They knew every time it was going to be a run play in the first half. Every time, Taylor got nothing in the first half. No, 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 I, and I,
0: I noticed that, but it was, it was after, because he, it was set up in very predictable situations. Yes. like yes. It was just bananas to, to look at and see what they were trying to do. J.J. Taylor ended up 14 carries, 67 yards, with one touchdown, and a long of 24
1: all so, of that happened in the second half. Yeah. He had like six carries for nine yards in the first half or something. I mean, it was something insanely bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it,
0: Hawaii is not a running football team. And Hawaii had, what, three more carries than them in the first yeah. half? I yeah. mean, it just – why? It, it made so there, no sense. So, there's
1: so many different ways I want to go with this. Khalil Tate finally in the in the middle third quarter, fourth quarter, they, it's like they took the reins off. Now remember when Khalil Tate? They were looking at, um, oh god, I'm, I'm so bad with this name. The Navy head coach. You know, you, you say his yeah, name. Neil Matulolo. Neil Matalolo. That's it. Yeah. Navy's head coach and Khalil Tate through fit and was like, I'm not run. I'm not running the option. And what the hell do they start doing? They're running the damn option. Yeah. I want Kevin Summon
0: because he's not going to run the option. Oh wait. Yeah, we are. it when it gets down to the to the guts of this game, and the best play on the field was for Khalil Tate to run the football. But I mean, that's what he's got to do is run the but football. But I don't know
1: that I don't know that the option is the best opportunity to do that for Khalil Tate. I actually think a standard spread offense with a mobile quarterback and you just yes. have sign quarterback bootleg runs. That that's that's perfectly acceptable. We've watched. Hundreds of quarterbacks in college football and now going into the pros run that style of offense. We saw far better. Yes, it's far better than an option. The option, while it gives you so many quote unquote options, also all those extra guys that don't get the ball are not blocking to help the runner. Right. So because they don't know if they're getting the ball or not, so they can't take on a blocker. But if you do a design run, you know who's getting the ball and. All ten other players are blocking someone. Yeah, like that's that's the deal with this. Is it's the reason the option doesn't work in the NFL? Wait, because I, I think if you Khalil, got eight guys trying to block. Yeah, you're gonna lose.
0: Khalil Tate, I think, wants to throw the football, and I think that Kevin Sumlin has been it, trying to to make that the biggest option. He was 22 out of 39 last night, which is
1: not yeah. bad. Okay, hey, whatever. 300, 300, a lot of those are throwaways. Yeah. He did throw away the ball a couple 361 of times. 361 yards. 361 three touchdowns. yards. Three TDs, man. That's All not it bad. Good. Like, it, it wasn't – it, it, He did throw that like, soul-crushing interception in the fourth quarter on yeah. the red zone right at the goal line. That that I thought, this game's over now. This game is over. He just took their soul.
0: Yeah. And, and instead, uh, he had a chance. That, I mean, the ending of this game was – absolutely incredible absolutely everything incredible.
1: i expect from back
0: 12 after dark just, yeah just everything i expect well i mean it's it's getting down to 1 a.m central time and i'm exhausted and all of us and I'm of course i'm like all right for those of us that had like hawaii money line bets and everything else like please lord don't let him get in this inside. and then he breaks open and you hear the the guys like he's gonna he can do
1: this he can do this. And then forty something yard rush, man, <laughs> wide open, making people miss. He He's needed 31 athlete. yards again. Thirty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he
1: he is a freak. I, I the whatever play calls they started in the second half of the third quarter, I guess, on the rest of the game, that's the offense they need to run. Yeah. Guess what? That's probably the worst defense you're gonna play all year. Oh, so, yeah, it ain't getting better from that.
0: No, no, you're right. Uh, it it is definitely funny to look back six or seven years ago when Sumlin was the hottest thing in coaching. And Should
1: have taken that Cowboys job.
0: Yeah, and and now just it. Look, his kicker, a hundred percent bailed him out. Hey, after you know, the a, three, there's a,
1: there's a new fad in the NFL where they're actually drafting kickers. That guy's got stones like oh, nobody's yeah. business. When your offensive line gets like three puts, penalties to put you a, in the position yeah. that they put him in and he goes out there and he just drills it well that young man's got nuts
0: uh, believe that it, it was a 38 yarder to begin with three straight penalties whether it's false start or illegal procedure or whatever it is uh three straight penalties and then your coach has to call a timeout, which they could have used because, at the end of this game. I was about to say because because delay a game is because about they were about to, to get another penalty, yeah. like, <laughs> and then goes up and drills a fifty-three yarder like it's nothing. Yep, that, I got this, coach. Yeah, that was absolutely insane. Um, and so, how much to close out this? How much trouble is Sumlin in? And do you think there's any hope for Arizona in the Pac-12 South?
1: No, I don't. I don't. I I, I I think I think a lot, and and well, okay. I don't know a lot because I don't really know Arizona's. Not not to besmirch the fans of Arizona, they want to win, they want to do better, but they're not one of these. I mean, they're not Auburn, where every three years, if you lose eight games, we're going to fire you, kind of thing. Like I do think, like
0: Hawaii is pretty good. You know, I, yeah, you, I that you, was you, one of my. And you lives. went
1: to the island. That's a long way to go. It's yeah. a long way to travel. A lot of distractions for guys that have never been to the island before. Um, so I I think it's going to get hot and I don't think it's going to get easier. Not that the Pac-12 are are gangbusters, but when you play teams like Utah and Cal that have really good defenses, that's going to be tough. Yeah. You know, that's going to be real tough because you just played maybe the worst defense you're going to play all year.
0: Let's see. Hawaii. I mean, uh, uh, Arizona's got Northern Arizona, Texas Tech. UCLA, at Colorado, Washington, at USC, at Stanford, Oregon State, at Oregon, Utah, and at Arizona State.
1: Pac- Pac-12 play is going to be rough. Yeah. Pac-12 play is going to be rough.
0: Now, you, you've you 100% got that they, right.
1: They, they need to try to win two Pac-12 games and just try to win the the, the the rivalry game at the end of the year. Win the rest of your non-conference games. And 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 try to salvage a season of five
0: wins. No, you you're right. I mean, it, well, you're hoping to get to a bowl game this year, right? But yeah, I don't, man. That I don't know. That means they, they, they got to, in
1: order to get to a bowl game, they got to win both their other non-conference games and three Pac-12 games. Nope, four, four pack. That would put them at four Pac-12 games.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and one of the non-conference games is Texas Tech, and I just, oh man, that's they're not, that's I rough. I don't
1: think I don't think they're winning that game.
0: I don't. I don't think so either.
1: I haven't seen Texas Tech play yet, and we just watched them play. But so let me tell you this: so you know how I am with coaches in college football. Yeah, I when I get in the tank with a guy, I'm in the tank
0: for. It takes a lot to get me out. Uh, Nick Rolovich, oh you in the tank? That's that's my guy. That's my oh, guy. Billy, hey, you need to. You and everybody else need to go and listen to uh, the podcast. Ain't played nobody from earlier, like last week. Uh, Stephen Godfrey does a uh an interview with him at mountain west media days he is fascinating to listen to he is so awesome man so it's that that's a really good one you need to go check that out
1: i love that like I, just googling stuff about him and looking up different like his history and whatever all of his pictures all of his like like you know media portraits or whatever he's all clean safe and nice last night he was scruff rough oh, yeah looking. I was, like, that's that's, that's my guy going for four Me and you were texting in this game. You're like, absolutely, the right play is to kick the field goal. Screw that field goal. You go for This my guy. He's a fourth down. I'm not afraid of anything. If I get this t- first down, it's over. Like, I love. And then this of
0: spot. course he takes the field
1: goal. <laughs> he takes the field goal. I know. I was just, I was so disappointed. I was like, I'm so disappointed right now. I just
0: can't. I can't even look at it him. The, it was the right spot. Take the points. Get your get your new quarterback some. You know some points. No, let your you new quarterback zip one in the end zone. Let him fling it. That's, That's right. No, get that lead. That's what they needed last night. They needed that lead. Did McDonald lose this job? You know, I, that was one of my notes that I put down. I was like, does, uh, does the new guy take over the job? Um, I, I will say I, this, regardless of who it is, I feel like the over five and a half wins for the season is in the good. bag now. So I feel like that wins, you know, there. Yeah. No, um, I, I think so too. I think you did good there. I think, I think they go back to McDonald for this next t- week. If this was
1: my team, I would too. And Here's the thing: they had six turnovers. I swear to God, I thought I saw nine. That, that they just lot of awful. those McDonald interceptions were were deflections. Or are not a lot. That's right. like two. That's audience. right. But but the here's the thing: it was the straw that broke the back. And the announcers did an excellent job. Rick Neuheisel in the in the booth talked about this. This is a situation where he, the quarterback, has to get in everyone's face that's going to touch the ball and say, you have to protect this football like it is your life. This is your job and your responsibility. And the last interception was not a deflection, was not one of these. Mickey It was he underthrew the ball, threw it late. The guy picked it, and the guy took it back for a while. And that's when you got, you know what, I can't lean on you to ask everybody else to protect the ball. If you're not going to, now you're. And you're I think it's, I right. think it's okay to pull him. I think it's a crazy big moment for the kid to, to to throw him in there, Chavis. And and I'm if it was my team and I was the head coach, we're going into practice Monday and McDonald's my guy again. And we yeah. get the team around and we let him know we believe, We're gonna we're gonna protect the ball. Everybody's gonna clean up their turnovers, not just you, but you more importantly so
0: yeah all right that was my so thought.
1: I was curious if you thought he added to yeah
0: no I, I think I think I'm gonna roll with the upperclassmen for now because McDonald I mean he was the number eight total uh passing quarterback in the country 400
1: last yards and three quarters
0: yeah like it's it, obviously he can fling it but man there was something going on last night it was just weird pack 12 after dark kind of stuff you know so Pac-12 sometimes
1: after dark if you don't believe in voodoo I can't explain things to you yeah like we I know that I'm one of the one that sounds like a fool saying that but but we can't have a rational conversation about how the world really works if you don't believe in voodoo because <laughs> I've watched too much Pac-12 after dark and nobody's going to convince me that there's not some weird juju stuff that's just happening oh yeah
0: no you you 100% right I all just, right I
1: can't I can't believe
0: it that uh that is going to wrap up our recap which went. Thirty-six minutes, it looks like today. So I would imagine Football this would is be, back, Gary. Yeah, it is back. It is back. I'm sorry, I'm excited. No, no, no. Imagine, me. imagine what next week's going to be like. So I'm, I'm pumped about it. All right. So <laughs> this was the Monday podcast. On Tuesday, we're going to talk about the breaking news uh, about Andrew Luck retiring. And, Any what that other means, breaking news. and
1: there's some other stuff that happened throughout the week that
0: we needed to touch yeah yeah there's other stuff as well so we'll we'll talk about uh, that. that that was the big news of course yeah oh and no, on wednesday big, big uh we're coming back wednesday through friday we will have our picks our previews etc leading up to week one in college football we'll talk about the biggest games uh, our picks and our picks against the spread our gambling picks everything else We cannot wait for that. Chris, let's get on out of here. Everybody go to tunicatravel.com. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Hit subscribe. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave some comments on YouTube. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Football's back. Believe it. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at
1: us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.